Are fintechs doing better than traditional banks during the coronavirus pandemic? Should we start considering a complete shift to fintech products and services? Let's find out. Welcome to the Fintech X podcast, the podcast where we talk about the fintech experience and your experience with fintech. I'm Mary Maswin. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about who's doing better during the COVID-19 pandemic. But before we get started, it'll mean a lot if you could subscribe to the podcast from whatever platform you're listening. If you're listening on Anchor.fm, hit the favorite button to subscribe. Today's episode is going to be a lot different from what I initially planned for episode 3. With all that's going on with the coronavirus pandemic, I thought it'll be interesting to do a comparison between how fintechs and traditional banks are holding up during this period. Most countries right now are on a lockdown, and many of us in Nigeria have been in our houses trying to stay safe by drastically minimizing exposure to the virus. Some companies in Nigeria have taken steps to protect their staff and their customers from being exposed by the virus by adopting remote working options to keep their businesses running. As bad and scary as COVID-19 is, it's starting to expose how well fintechs are able to weather the storm and they're proving tougher than traditional banks. Fintech companies like Paystack, Carbon, PiggyVest, and Bycoins had all their staff work remotely to minimize being infected by the COVID-19. I'll share with you in a minute how flexible fintechs have been during this pandemic and how they're able to easily slide into alternative means of working without disrupting their operations. It's actually quite fascinating how seamlessly they're able to handle the situation. This is because fintechs had already been exercising a healthy mix of remote and in-office work. It's safe to say that fintechs had a lot more practice when it comes to working remotely than other companies, with most companies deploying the remote working setup for the very first time. At this point, I have no idea how a traditional bank will be able to completely carry out all its operations remotely, and even if they're able to get some of their staff to work from home, the essential staff will still have to show up at the office. Otherwise, there wouldn't be any way to deposit cash. Now, if you were to compare a traditional bank with a digital bank, you will immediately notice that digital banks won't suffer this problem. This is because they don't own branches and all financial transactions and customer care services take place via their app. Leaving the house to carry out financial transactions during the pandemic is getting extremely risky. Access Bank released a notice recently that an individual who visited the Ligali Ayoringde branch on Monday, 16th March 2020, has tested positive for the coronavirus. Although he didn't exhibit any symptoms as of the time he was at the bank, this can be a cause of concern for those who have to visit banks to do financial transactions or make inquiries. You never know who in the banking hall is infected with coronavirus. Sadly, if banks don't function, then there won't be an institution that will receive money that is to be deposited in the banks and neither would there be cash to fill the ATM when people want to withdraw. Yes, there may be ATMs you can use to deposit money, but they are not widespread. Let's go on a quick break and when we come back, I'll share with you a key factor that could threaten the remote working arrangement of fintechs. But if they're able to make working remotely a success, this could lead to the employment of a special kind of people. So stay tuned, I'll be right back.
At the time of recording this episode, the world is fighting the coronavirus outbreak, so let's stay safe and take proper precautions. Practice social distancing of at least six feet. Avoid touching your face, eyes, nose, and mouth. Wash your hands frequently and thoroughly with soap and running water. Use an alcohol-based sanitizer for added protection. If you're exhibiting any of the coronavirus symptoms such as a fever and a dry cough, isolate and immediately report yourself to the relevant authorities. As a fintech user, capitalize more on using fintech applications to carry out financial transactions. And if you have to use the ATM, make sure you wash your hands immediately and or use an alcohol-based sanitizer. It is our responsibility to keep ourselves and our loved ones safe Let's work towards overcoming the coronavirus together. Now let's head back to the episode. Welcome back. It's the Fintech X podcast, the podcast where we talk about the Fintech experience and your experience with Fintech. I'm Mary Imaswen. Before we went on a break, I highlighted how fintech companies in Nigeria were able to quickly and swiftly respond to the COVID-19 outbreak and how the pandemic is being a challenge for traditional banks. Before you continue listening to the episode, it'll mean a lot if you could subscribe to the podcast if you've not done that already, drop a review and share. Now let's head back to the episode. With a lot of companies that make use of fintech applications to process payment, it's really easy to do financial transactions without having the need to go outside. I'm sure that in the past seven days, you've probably either recharged your phone, renewed your Netflix or DSTV subscriptions, and even transferred money to a friend in need without leaving your house. And all of this was carried out via a fintech application. I think it should start dawning on some people that running a cashless system is imperative. I've been running cashless for a long time now. I showed how I'm able to do this in episode 2, the link's in the show notes, and this should minimize the possibility of being in contact with anything that could be contaminated by the virus. Even the governor of Lagos State, Babajide Sangwolu, made an announcement that banks and other financial institutions should prioritize online channels for their services to the public. Sadly, there are some disadvantages to fintechs running remotely in Nigeria. Those working remotely have to bear the cost of running a generator or an inverter throughout the time when there is no power, and also to pay high cost for access to the internet connection. Incurring these costs could prove a lot more than the cost of commuting to and from the office. However, there are some fintech companies that are determined to make working from home in Nigeria a success. Fintechs like Bycoins, PiggyVest give their remote working staff a stipend to cover the cost of internet and power. Aside from making it easier for people to stay at home, the possibility of fintech staff working from home paves way for getting people who wouldn't have dreamed of getting an opportunity to work for fintechs to have a chance to do so. For example, Adam Jones, Chief Technology Officer of Reddington, a fintech company in the UK, pointed out that remote working could open up recruitment opportunities for disabled people. I think it's really refreshing to know that this could lead to fintech companies having a more diversified workforce, where people are employed for the value they can offer and not be disqualified for their disability. Finally, I love what Frank Zhu, CEO and founder of Zooks, a crypto mobile payment app, said to perfectly sum up the capability of fintech companies. He said, 
Fintech companies are often built better to withstand the impacts that we are seeing sweeping across the industry at the moment. That's not to say that they're not unshakable. I know, maybe you think I'm a little biased, but I'm excited to see how fintechs were able to win hands down during this pandemic. And yes, they're not perfect, and the pandemic is hitting almost all sectors of the economy hard, including fintechs, despite the fact that they seem to have more success at adapting to critical conditions. But what do you think? Who did it better during the coronavirus pandemic, fintechs or traditional banks? Participate in the poll on the Fintech X Twitter page using the handle at the Fintech X. That is at T-H-E-F-I-N-T-E-C-H-X. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Make sure that you subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening to it from and drop a review. It'll mean a lot. Also, don't forget to follow the Fintech X podcast on Twitter and Instagram using the handle at the Fintech X. That's at T-H-E-F-I-N-T-E-C-H-X. You can also follow me at Mary underscore Imaswen. That's at M-A-R-Y underscore I-M-A-S-U-E-N on both Twitter and Instagram. Have a nice week and see you in episode four.